Connecting and strengthening, we are the bridge. Well, we've got Laura Story in the studio with us. She's going to be joining us after this song. You may know her from this song, Mighty to Save. It's one of my personal favorites of hers. So we're going to be talking about everything and anything right after this. Here's Mighty to Save, Laura Story on the bridge. Everyone needs compassion, a love that's never failing. Let mercy fall on me. Everyone needs forgiveness, the kindness of a savior, the hope of nations. Savior, he can move the mountains. My God is That is Laura's story with Mighty to Save on the Bridge. I'm Mark Dickey, and I'm actually joined by Laura's story right now. How hey. are you? Hey. I'm 
awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me here. Absolutely. We're so glad you're here. Now, I know, I understand that you rode over on the Cape May Lewis Ferry. <laughs> you can tell by my hair. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was amazing. It's a ferry with ice cream. I was trying to explain to my kids. Uh, <laughs> I was like, we're going to go on a ferry. And they just got so excited. And then I had to explain. <laughs> but it has nothing to do with fairies. Like, this is not Tinkerbell. Like, this is no oh. connection <laughs> at all. And then they were a little less excited. But then I told them about the ice cream. And they were excited again. And we had a great time. And it's July, so ice cream is perfect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I had never... I was a little nervous. I'd never done it before. I'd never driven. I'd ridden on a ferry before. I've never driven my car into the moving parking lot (laughs) area. Uh, And the kids were like, this doesn't make any sense. We're going to park the car on the boat. uh, Yeah. That's awesome. We don't have ferries in Atlanta. It just, we don't really need them there. No. Yeah, that makes a little bit of sense. You do have a gigantic airport, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so now you said Atlanta. Like, I, I, if I understand correctly, you lead worship at a church in Atlanta. I do. My husband and I have been at a church called Perimeter Church for almost 15 years now. And that is that's my real job. And then I get to travel around different places and play music. That's my side job. That's awesome. That's so cool. So we know you as the singer-songwriter, and Atlanta knows you as the lady we see at church. I guess so, yeah. (laughs) The ultimate church lady these days. (laughs) I uh, Honestly, it's a great role. I get to just, um, you know, I'm part of uh, the worship team there, but also get to pour into these younger worship leaders, and that really is, is, I think, my favorite part of my job. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's Laura's story. We're going to be with her all this hour on the bridge. So uh, we will be hearing more about what she's been up to. She's even got a new book that's coming out. So we'll be talking about that very soon on the bridge. That's Matt Redman on the bridge. I'm Mark Dickey with Laura Story in the studio. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. So, <laughs> Laura, I, I heard that you recently got your doctorate. You're now Dr. Laura Story. Oh, gracious. No one's really allowed to call me that. That just makes me feel embarrassed. <laughs> but, yes, I did. I just graduated in June. Wow. I did the whole thing, like wore the, the big old black robe with the hat, and my kids were... They're cheering me on. It was neat. It was that's really neat. awesome. That's that's absolutely incredible, and that you would you would de- develop you know the craft of worship and not just showing up on a stage with a guitar, but you you want to know worship to its core. Well, I think that was part of it is is realizing for so long, you know, I I can get up there, I can sing the current songs, I can play you know the four chords on guitar that I need, but. When it comes to really understanding the core of worship and what worship is, I realized I didn't have as sturdy of a foundation theologically as I needed. Wow. So I have a question to ask you. Go for it. If you could say anything to the next generation of worship leaders, hmm. what what would you leave just them with? Just one thing? I can just say one thing to them right now. Okay, if there was just one thing, I would say don't be famous be faithful. Wow. Don't work so hard at getting, uh, you know, your song sung by every church in America or, or don't, don't worry so much. Uh, 
don't do things that make the church feel like you're stepping stone to a solo worship career. You know, the church is God's plan A, and there's no greater calling than us getting to serve the church. So just try to be faithful in that, and don't worry about how many people know your songs or how many people even attend your services. Just, Just be faithful to minister to the people God's called you to. Wow. And if you could say something to someone who might want to lead worship, what would you say to them? Oh, absolutely, man. Go for it. Go for it. I mean, I, I love people. So I talk to so many people who say, oh, I'm just, I'm too shy. I don't, I don't know if I'm good enough at this. And, and really, it's not so much that God, uh, you know, there's that old saying of he doesn't always call the equipped, but he always equips the called. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's been very much my story because I, I never imagined I would be a, a singer. But God, he gave me the adequate adequate gifts that I needed in each season um, for the for the task that he called me to. And so I always, and I'd say the other thing that I'd say if anyone said, I really want to lead worship, I would say, make sure that you're, that you have a biblical understanding of what worship is. It's not just about knowing the right songs or the right chords. It's understanding what the goal of worship is before you get up on the stage and try to lead it. That's awesome. Laura Story is going to be joining us all this hour on the bridge. And uh, in a few minutes, we're actually going to be uh, talking about her brand new book that's coming out tomorrow. And we actually have one to give away. So all that's coming up on the bridge. That's Chris Tomlin on the bridge. I'm Mark Dickey with Laura Story here in the studio. Um, Laura, you came here with your children, but they're not in the building yet. No, they're all in the car asleep with <laughs> with the babysitter. Don't worry, I didn't leave them in the car by themselves. I would never do that. I'm way too good of a mom to ever... Okay, maybe once or twice. <laughs> like Just like when you leave something in the house, you just got to run back in real quick. And, you know. Okay, all right, that yeah. makes sense. Now, Laura, you have a, a brand new book that's coming out I do. tomorrow. Yes, I can't. We've been working on this project for two years. Wow. This is a little bit insane that it's coming out tomorrow. <laughs> and I just feel honored that, that we're your stop the day before it comes out. Guys, I, I brought you one. Yeah, and we're going to give it away in just a minute. Uh, Fantastic. Who is, who is, well, first of all, what's the book called? It's called I Give Up. Yes, it's uh, I Give Up, and the little subtitle is The Secret Joy of a Surrendered Life. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Is it an encouraging book? Um, the, the title sounds a little... Uh, it's funny. My daughter, she <laughs> said, is that really the title? She's six. Is that really the title, Mom? I said, yeah. And she goes, well... It's like I give up, like I quit. She said, why would you call it that? I said, well, thanks, Josie. You know? <laughs> anyway, but, it, uh, you know, in a lot of ways, that's my sentiment most days with, with four kids, six and under. I give up. But the truth is, is it's a book about surrender, and it's a book about how so often I find myself trying to gain peace and joy in my life through controlling things, through controlling my time, my resources, the people around me, my future, managing my past, you know, what, whatever it is that I'm trying to control. But the scriptures actually teach that um, true joy and peace comes when we learn to surrender. And we, we learn that we don't have to be in control of everything because there is someone who uh, has much stronger and capable hands than us. And that's really where our life should rest. Mm. Now, is there like a particular I give up moment 
that that sticks out to you that kind of inspired this story, this book? Well, man, I we've had a lot. We've had a lot in our lives. I'll tell you, I was about two weeks into writing the book when I went in for my 37-week ultrasound with little Timothy. He's our fourth. And it, just to tell you, when you go in for your 37-week ultrasound with your fourth child, there's very much a sense of been there, done that. <laughs> like, sure, let's just get this over with. And I'm lying there, you know, getting my belly rubbed by this ultrasound person. Sorry, that was way too graphic for Christian radio. (laughs) I'm lying there, and we look up at the screen together, and she goes, oh, look at that cute little face. And as soon as we both looked at the screen, we could both tell that something was wrong. And within a few minutes, she she said, let me just get the doctor. I just want to take a look at something. And within a few minutes, he had diagnosed our little Timothy with cleft lip and probably cleft palate and ended up not having cleft palate, which we were so grateful for. But as I'm sitting there looking at my baby, whose face uh, looked very different than what we expected, it was this reminder of the fact that I am not in control. And I'm not in control of my pregnancy as much as I thought, of the wellness of my child. And ultimately, I have a lot less control than I think of the three that are out of my womb. Like, my life is not as under control as far as my standards as, I, as I'd like for it to be. And at first, that, that caused a lot of anxiety. But the more I looked to the scriptures and the more I looked to what the Bible says about who is in control mm. and my role of just simply trusting, of trusting and obeying, uh, the more I found freedom and not being in control over everything. And and so, um, yeah, Timothy has been such a, a joy. But, but yeah, every time I look at him, this reminder of the fact that I am not in control, and that is actually a good thing. Wow. So if you would like to win a copy of Laura Story's brand new book, I Give Up, it comes out tomorrow, but you can win it today. Uh, you won't get it today, obviously. But um, I'm going to invite you to text into our studio. I got a special word for you to text. And the 10th person who texts in that word is going to win a copy of I Give Up by Laura Story. So go ahead and get your phones ready. The number is 855 887 8870 and the 10th person to text in the word story text the word story to 855-887-8870 and whoever's number 10 is going to win that book text the word story to 855-887-8870 we'll have more from Laura's story right after this from building 429 on the bridge Building 429 on the bridge. I'm Mark Dickey with Laura Story in the studio. And, Laura, we have a winner for the book giveaway. Yay! Uh, it is Elizabeth from, or Beth, excuse me, uh, from Dover, Delaware. Congrats, Beth. You are going to get that book sent awesome. to you. That's awesome. So, uh, Laura, you've, you've talked about that this is kind of, a, the book is all about surrendering. Yes. And, 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 you know, the, the God's really in control of everything. Um, how, what are some things that like we can do on a regular basis to, yes. to surrender? Man, that's a great question because I think that that was part of uh, why I wrote the book. Because I would tell you that as a believer that my life obviously is surrendered to God. You know, that's the first step is when you become a Christian, you say my life is no longer mine, but it's yours. Mm. But I think if someone was to watch how I live on a daily basis, how I function 
uh, I'm not quite sure if they would say that my life belongs to him. Like, based on the way that I live, not even that. I think that my life might not, uh, the, the small amount of faith I would have, you know, both in the big things and the little things, might show that I don't really believe the things that I say that I believe. Mm-hmm. For, for instance, I, uh, I think about, you know, with my, with my kids, I, I tell them, you know, we, as a family, we have faith in God and that's the core value. But I began to, to wonder, have my kids, do they see us living in a way where we're putting our faith in, like we're actually trusting God for something Wow, that seems insurmountable or, um, that, I don't know if that, example makes sense but but i'm realizing that surrender is something that just uh it's a moment by moment thing it's it's surrendering the big things it's surrendering the small things and honestly it really was just me realizing that i was walking around with so much anxiety and worry wow and it didn't make sense for someone who believes our god to be as big as i believe him to be Mm. and so that was convicting for me and and the first step is is surrender Wow. And that, that seems like it, it demands uh, an openness to your kids. You know, you might want to kind of hold it all together in front of them. But when seeking the Lord, you have to be you have to, you have to kind of let things go. And oh, absolutely. And man, that's I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up, because like, what am I teaching my kids? Am I teaching my modeling surrender for them? And am I modeling that it's okay to be weak and it's okay to be dependent. So many of us are walking around trying to be this, these independent, self-sufficient people that God never designed us to be. And I wonder with my daughter, if that's all I ever show her, um, like how will she be able to cope when she can't hold it all together? And she, Because I, I talk to so many people who feel like I'm just not enough which saddens me because it's completely different than what the gospel tells us. The gospel tells us we have everything we need in him. Mm, that's awesome. So, Laura, where can people find your book? Yes, so I have a few copies in the back of my car. <laughs> oh, you mean like, okay, more than just a few. Um, golly, anywhere you buy books, um, you know, everything from Amazon to Walmart to at my website, laurastorymusic.com, and we have more information about about the book. There's a Bible study that goes along with it. There's new music that goes along with it. It's a pretty big, big project. The, the Bible study actually has uh, five teaching sessions where I got to teach the Bible a lot. And it was just a fun project to be part of. Awesome. And you mentioned new music. Yes. And I see you brought a guitar into the studio. I did. So how about in a couple songs, we have you back and uh, you could play some new music for us. That would be awesome. Great. It's Laura's story on the bridge. Uh, We'll be right back with live music from her in just a few minutes. That's Vertical Worship on the Bridge. I'm Mark Dickey, joined by Laura Story in the studio. And, uh, Laura, you're going to be playing a uh, brand-new song live for us right now. I am, yes. And this is a song song that's kind of new to me as well, so if I mess it up, then I apologize. But uh, it's off the new new album, and, you know, the whole theme I give up of this all of this when we surrender the reason we can surrender is because we believe that God is big enough to handle it Mm. it's not that we it's not that things in our life are are small things they're really big things but fortunately we have a big God so this is called you cannot be stopped the dark tried to hide you and steal you away 
death tried to keep you inside of the grave. The enemy fought you, he tried but he lost. You cannot be stopped. cried for freedom you tore down the walls the weight of our burdens you carried it all our fears and our failures hang dead on the cross you cannot be stopped story you know i was expecting applause but there's no there it's, it's just <laughs> oh very very kind that was beautiful hey thanks thank you so much for joining us today here on the oh, bridge laura treat. and thank you guys for what you do y'all are such a beacon of hope in your community and and it really is a privilege to get to partner with y'all in ministry oh that's awesome well thank you so much for joining us uh you can find laura's new book that comes out tomorrow at laurastorymusic.com